You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 65. And today, ladies, I'm continuing the discussion that we had on last week's episode about longevity. And today I wanted to bring to you and talk to you about having a good mindset as we age and also talk to you about the importance of spirituality, these two topics and how they play such an impact on our physical health, because we have to have a good mindset and we have to be spiritually sound, no matter what that spirituality looks like for you, because all of that translates into a healthy, happy person. And that translates into physical wellness. So with no further ado, let's dive on in and see how these two topics relate and play a very big factor on our overall health. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast. And I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. So I'm so excited to be back with you today. Um, after last week, taking just a little time off for some of, you know, what I preach, some self-care, getting things together. I was out of town. So now we're back. And I kind of wanted to continue that conversation that we were having back in episode number 64, where I talked to you about the longevity plan, right? And in there, we talked about the fact that we're all getting older, no matter what age we are. Okay. Whether we're 20, we're 40, we're 30, we're 60, whatever that age is, each and every day, we are inevitably getting a little bit older. So I wanted to expand on that. And I wanted to talk to you about some things that we can do as, you know, ladies to help slow down some of that aging process, no matter where we are in that scheme or that time in life. Okay. So one of the things is, that I want you to understand and I want to discuss with you that you need to make sure that you are getting the right nutrition. Now, I know, I know you're rolling your eyeballs and you say, Michelle, you always talk about this, you know, come on, let's move on to something else. Well, let me hear me out. Okay. Because I don't think I can beat it home enough because people still don't get it. And the fact is this, the earlier in life, ladies, that you honor good nutrition, the longer you can stave off the signs of aging. Nutrition is critical. And let me say that again. Nutrition is critical to helping prevent disease and increasing your years of life. It can also help you to look and feel younger. So what do you have to do, you know, as far as nutrition? Well, we talk about it a lot. You got to stock up 
on a lot of the good stuff and you got to cut down on a lot of the bad stuff. But not that you got to cut it out completely, but you got to stock up enough of that good stuff. Okay. I can't say that enough. And those good things are called antioxidants. So it's so important, ladies, to fill your diet with as many antioxidants as possible. These are chemicals that help your body to fight off environmental oxidation that can lead to your aging faster. So in essence, they help fight stress. And we know we've all got it. Okay. We've talked about that several times here on the podcast as well. Can't do, you know, maybe a whole lot about stress for certain things, but you can help fight off that stress with what goes in your mouth and you can fight it with your fork. So let me just go over again, repeat today. What are antioxidants and what are they found in? They're found in blueberries, broccoli, green things, including kale, spinach, turnips, and mustard greens, strawberries, tomatoes, apples, red grapes, and beans. While these are foods that have a high concentration of antioxidants, they can be found in a wide variety of foods. You'll especially find antioxidants, ladies, in fruits and vegetables, but some can even be found in meat, poultry, and whole grains. So I want you to, like I said earlier, to avoid those processed foods as much as you can. Get back into the kitchen and cook things from scratch as much as you can. All right. So stick away from white flour, white refined sugar, trans fats, artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, artificial sweeteners. And we find this in so many things. Okay. It's in coffee. It's in, you know, artificial sweeteners and artificial flavors are in coffee. Artificial colors are in a lot of the, you know, boxed, um, cake mixes that we use. You know, there is sugar in everything. You know, me talk about that before. That's in, even in spaghetti sauce, it's in ketchup. They probably even put it in mustard. You know, it's in everything. So you've got to kind of become a label detective, but once you learn about where it's hidden and how it's hidden, then you don't, it becomes a lot easier. So yes, it takes a little bit more brain power at first, but as you become more familiar with it, it's not that difficult. You know, I've been doing it for years and now it's like second nature. You kind of just learn what foods have it in and what foods don't. So the next thing besides proper nutrition is to implement a proper skincare regime. And I'm going to be doing a whole podcast episode on skincare, natural skincare on things that we should be putting on our body, things that we should be not putting on our body, but just wanted to touch on it here today and let you know that skincare is essential ladies to slowing down the aging process. This is the first thing that you notice and the first sign that others notice of you as we get older. So it's important to take note that good nutrition is actually the first step toward healthy, younger, glowing skin. Okay. Because you are a product of what you eat. You are a product of what you drink. Okay. You're a product of the environment as well. Okay. So along with good skincare, what are you going to do? You're going to exercise because regular exercise is actually good for your skin and it can help slow down the aging process. That's because when your body gets heated up, blood rushes to the surface of your skin to let the heat escape. Having more blood flow to your skin actually helps it to become rejuvenated and get the nutrients it needs. Even just walking ladies for 30 minutes a day will help you get this effect. Okay. Now I'm not telling you to go jog. I'm not telling you to go join the gym. I'm telling you go, go walk for 30 minutes a day. Can't be that difficult. Okay. Next is hydration. 
Your skin needs moisture in order to prevent wrinkles and other signs of aging, no matter how old you are. Again, remember that. It's critical that you you drink a lot of water to keep your body hydrated, especially in hotter climates. Your body always distributes nutrients to vital organs first and then to the more peripheral areas of your body. If you don't drink enough water, your skin will be one of the first places that gets deprived of water. And this causes the cells to shrink and can lead to wrinkles and dry skin. Okay? So there's some skin tips for you, skincare tips. Next, I want you to get protection from the sun. Okay? Because damage from the sun is one of the most powerful causes of aging skin and skin cancer. The younger you are, And the more that you protect yourself from the sun, the better. But even if you're already aging, ladies, it's not too late to protect yourself from the sun. Look for products that contain at least an SPF of 30. And don't be fooled like by SPF of 60. It doesn't mean that it's doubly effective. It's not two 30s put together. Okay. And look for the ones that don't have harmful chemicals in it that are actually good for your skin. Otherwise, you're doing just as much damage by putting those chemicals on your skin. Because these ladies' sunscreen will give your skin protection from harmful UV rays in the atmosphere. When you're outside for long periods of time, look for areas of shade that will protect you. Wear a hat and appropriate clothing to protect your skin from sun damage. But also remember, don't cover up so much that you're not getting that vital vitamin D. Okay? Because vitamin D is very, very helpful. So in today's podcast too, I wanted to also go over a couple other things that have to do with, you know, aging gracefully. And it has to do with mindset tips and with spiritual tips. Now we're not going to get into the religious. Okay. That's just not my thing. I believe everybody has their own calling for whatever they believe, but I want to talk to you about having anti-aging mindset. And then I want to talk to you about wellness tips for your spirit. And people ask me all the time, they say, you know, Michelle, how come like on the podcast or how come when you blog or when you're out talking to people, you know, you talk a lot about mindfulness and about mindset and about spirit. When, when you practice medicine, what is, what does all that have to do with each other? Well, here's the thing, ladies, we are one whole being from the tips of our toes to the top of our head and everything that is out in our periphery affects the inside. So what we think affects our health. How we feel about ourselves affects our health. Our relationships affect our health. You know, our job and vice versa, because how we show up as a person affects all those things as well. So we really need to have a really good mindset because you can actually slow down the aging process and you can live a lot longer and a lot happier of a life by changing to a better mindset. So I want to talk to you about some of those. So the first one is to be grateful. Focus on what is good and positive in your life, ladies, rather than what is wrong or what you have lost. In a way, I want you to try to stay happy and fight against the march of time. Okay. We all are getting older, but why sit there and, you know, and perseverate over it? It's not going to help living in the present and being hopeful about the future rather than always looking and longing for the past keeps us optimistic and it keeps us driven. So practice a daily gratitude exercise to remind yourself of all the gifts that you have in this world and all the gifts that you are to all the people that you touch in this world. Very important. Okay. 
Next, I want you to stay active. Keeping your body and your mind active, regardless of your age, is an essential anti-aging strategy. Moving your body regularly promotes healthy blood flow like we just talked about, which is great for your brain. As you age, you lose muscle mass naturally. So keeping yourself strong as you grow older will allow you to enjoy life more fully. Adapt a mindset that activity is medicine. I love that. I'm going to say that again. I think I'm going to, I think I might even just put that up as a quote somewhere. Adopt a mindset that activity is medicine and you'll continue to have a healthy, happy life for many more years. Don't look at activity or, you know, healthy nutrition as a drudgery. Look at them as just, you know, part of what you do to maintain this beautiful machine that you have at your, at your fingertips here. Number three, you are what you eat. We just talked about that. If you really want to fight the signs of aging, then look at your diet just like we talked about. We talked about eating antioxidants. We talked about staying away from junk food. We talked about eating the rainbow and eating whole food, whole food, things that don't have a label on it more and more. Number four, embrace where you are, whatever age you are, and embrace the process of aging. Those with a more positive mindset about aging actually live longer than those who are full of dread or neglect emotions about getting older or have negative emotions. Remember, ladies, that getting older is better than the alternative. So embrace all the opportunities that you have in life and have fun with it. You know, and I like getting older because I feel like I have so much more wisdom at the age I am now than when I was 20. Now, if I could go back to maybe 25, knowing all the stuff that I know now, yeah, I would, maybe I would, I would probably do it, but I wouldn't want to go back and start all over again because who we are today is accumulation of all the stuff over the years that we've learned, the lessons that we've had to go through, you know, the falling down, the getting up, raising kids, you know, taking care of dogs, you know, caretaking for elders, all this kind of stuff makes us who we are. And I really like who I am today. So, you know, like who you are through the process, you know, be happy in the moment. Number five, and we're going to talk more about this as we go on is having strong beliefs. Okay. Those who hold strong beliefs, whether they be religious, spiritual, or some other form of ideas, live longer than non-believers. Beliefs are what ground your purpose in life, ladies. And without purpose, it can be hard to find the will to remain positive over the years. You know, and that's one of the things I was sitting here talking to my girlfriend today as we were driving back from somewhere. And I said to her, you know, I just look around today because I practice and so many people and younger and younger are just, they feel depressed. They feel hopeless. They're all, you know, have anxiety, all this kind of stuff. And I look and I go, you know, where has the resilience gone? Where has the, the, um, that fort, you know, that I, how do I want to say it, you know, fortification gone, you know, it's within us. We have to look in ourselves and we have to be happy with who we are as women and not try to constantly be looking at everybody else, being judgmental of everybody else or comparing ourselves to others. You know how that goes. FOMO, fear of missing out of what others are doing. You know, in today's day and age with social media and with everything else, all you do is see the glossy side of everyone and everything. You begin to wonder, does anybody ever have a bad day? And I think now more and more you're starting to see people in social media actually showing them the real self. 
because people are just getting tired of the glossed over version because none of us can be that. Okay. We all wake up. Our hair is messy. We all have to go to the bathroom. We all have bad days. We all fall off the wagon. You know, we all have hurts. We all have boo-boos and owies. I don't think anybody is ever untouched in this world. Some people more so than others. So, you know, we just have to learn to embrace it all and to be happy. Number six, work out your brain. So as you age, your cognitive capacity tends to slow and narrow. One way to combat that is to keep your brain active. Exercising your mind helps keep your neural pathways growing and developing, which is what you want in an aging brain at any age. Because like we said, you're aging every day. So pick up a new hobby, play word games, learn a new language, or start taking classes in a new topic. Read, you know, and absorb information. Whatever you do, don't allow yourself to get bored and complacent because then the brain goes to mush. The brain is a organ. It's a, it needs activity. It needs stimulation. And that's stimulation in all forms of things through sight, through sound, through touch, through taste. So do new things. Don't get stuck in the same old, same old. Number seven, be positive. Those who embrace a positive attitude, ladies, and try to limit the negative thoughts in their life are naturally more vibrant as they age. Negative thoughts have a way of infecting all your thoughts and behaviors. So get those under control as soon as they pop up. Stay positive and you'll be able to find the energy to enjoy your life at any age. Number eight, have purpose. We all need to feel that our lives have meaning and purpose, right? We all want to feel that we're, that we're leaving a legacy for the people behind us. Whether you're still working or you've retired or you're in school or you're a mom, whatever it is, having a purpose is what keeps you motivated and young at heart. Your purpose may shift over time with your responsibilities in life, but always make sure you have a calling that guides you at that particular phase of your life. Number nine, don't be afraid of death. While no one is suggesting it's it's healthy to sit around thinking about death all the time, ladies, those who are aware of and think about their mortality now and then are much more likely to make healthier life choices and to make the most opportunities that they are given in life because they, they know that there is going to be an end point at somewhere. So when you know that and you kind of under, have that understanding, then you live to be a healthier person in all areas of your life. So you see all this affects your health. You know, we are, we are, we're a combination of everything. Number 10, embrace challenges. Challenges in life are opportunities to learn and grow. Studies show those who embrace this type of growth mindset see possibility in nearly everything in their lives and they embrace experiences for the adventure they may bring. Embrace aging as a challenge to be met and you'll soon find all the wonderful things that you have to learn as you get older in this thing called life, right? So be upbeat, be open-minded, explore, do all those fun things. Keeps us young at heart, no matter what our age is. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want to talk to you about is having some wellness of your spirit. Because ladies, when it comes to wellness, like we've been talking about, and like I said earlier, when I gave that definition of it and why people always ask me that, is because taking care of your body, your mind, and your emotions, they don't encompass all that you are. 
Tending to your spirit is just as important as the other pieces and can bring you tremendous satisfaction and peace. Your spiritual wellness, ladies, includes your sense of purpose and meaning in life, as well as the guiding principles behind your thoughts and your actions. Okay? So I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. So how do, how do we find the wellness of our spirit? Well, number one, we practice gratitude. And how we do this is by being grateful for what we have in life that brings us joy and peace to know and understand and recognize our own values. Take time each day, ladies, to acknowledge your gratitude and record your appreciation in a journal, on your phone, however you want to do it. Send thank you notes or messages to others who contribute to your spiritual growth and health as well. I have a beautiful friend and she texts me randomly throughout the week and just says, Hey, beautiful Michelle, I'm just thinking about you. She sends me a a Bible verse. She says, I hope your day goes good, you know, and it brings a smile to my face. So it's helping her because she's reaching out. She's showing gratitude for her friendship with me and it brings me joy. And then I give it right back to somebody else. So we kind of do that whole circle thing, right? Number two, get to know your spiritual core. Understanding what drives you as a person and what brings meaning to your life is essential to your spiritual wellness. Okay. So what brings meaning to your life? You know, what brings you joy? So many of us are just, you know, out there working the job nine to five because out of necessity, and I get it. Got to put food on the table. I get that. I'm not saying that's not important, but you know, you got to find something that you love to do and that you like to do because you're at your job more than you are at home. Okay. And when you don't like going to your job every day, it reflects back onto you and your spiritualness and everything else. So ladies reflect on your values, your purpose, and identify regularly to ensure you are able, that you are aligning your beliefs with your behaviors and that you feel confident in your choices. Regular reflection helps us to recognize and address problems in our spirituality before they become too large and unmanageable. Okay. Number three, this is really, really important. Work on self-acceptance. And I'm going to be doing a lot of blogging on this, on this topic. Because when we tend to our spirit, that means being comfortable with who we are and what we believe. Accepting that you are unique in this world, ladies, and that you don't have to agree with or be like anyone else means that you are confident in your mission and your choices in life. And I so believe that this right here, self-acceptance and self-love determines how you see yourself in your health realm. Okay. Because when you don't like yourself, and you don't have self-acceptance? Do you care if you eat healthy? Do you care if you exercise? No, you don't. So when you don't accept yourself and you don't care about yourself and have self-love, then you are not going to be a healthy person because they just can't mutually coexist that way. When you like yourself and you love yourself and you're content, then you say, hey, I want to feel good in my body. I want to put good nutrition in my body. I want to go exercise. It's not a chore. Okay. It's a chore when it's totally, you know, off your radar of how you're feeling about yourself. You see, I don't even think about going to the gym. It's not a chore for me. I just, I love doing it because it makes my body feel good and I feel better as a person. 
It helps me to have more confidence and it translates into so many other things in my life. And when I eat healthy, I feel better in my mind. I don't have brain fog. I can show up better. And that's what it's all about. Okay. Number four, explore the world. And I need to do this. I, this is a big one for me. Exploring the world, even if it's just within your own community lays, helps you appreciate the diversity of thoughts and ideas that are in our society. Travel is a great way to get out of our comfort zone, which is often the best place to identify your real values and needs in life too. And I've been saying for so many years that I've wanted to travel, but I just don't do it. And I talked to my friend, the one who texts me all the time about those good thoughts. And I kind of told her something the other day. I said, you know what? I think that I don't travel a lot because I, sometimes I just get so deep in the complacency of just everything that's going on around me that I just need to break free of that. And I need to just start traveling because I, it's on my list and it's been on my vision board for years. And I remember one of my other good friends, she sent me a postcard that had a suitcase on it with a bunch of stuff in it. You know, and she said, enjoy your travels. So we've got to just expand out, get out of our mediocrity, our complacency, you know, our comfort zone and start doing things and exploring things. Number five, be more mindful. Living in the moment teaches you to appreciate life, ladies, and all its everyday pleasures and curiosities. Paying full attention brings you into harmony with your environment and others and allows you to stay more connected to yourself and your needs as well. Hmm. Stay more connected to yourself and to your needs when we're in harmony. Number six, explore the deeper meanings. When you see reoccurring patterns in your life, ladies, I want you to dig a little deeper. What do these tell you about your values, your beliefs, and your behaviors? How can you use this understanding to enhance your spirit and control your path forward? Awareness of these deeper meanings can help you feel happier and more at peace in life. So do you ever get like, you know, deja vu things, things come to you and you know that you should be acting on them, but you kind of just push them aside and you push them aside. Well, I want you to start acting on those things because they're popping up, you know, for a reason. Reoccurring patterns are there for a reason. They're like little nudges, like, you know, get your booty going in the forward direction. They're there for a reason. So listen to it. Sometimes it's even called intuition. It's even called that. Number seven, focus on the positive. Thinking positively, ladies, lifts your spirits as well as helping you consider alternatives to problems. Positivity helps you focus on what you want to achieve and what brings you joy and satisfaction in life as well. Reframing your thoughts to be more positive is one way to enhance your spiritual wellness every single day. So, you know, glass half empty, glass half full. See the glass half full and everything. If challenges, okay, I call them challenges, do arise, you know, think about how can you bring solutions to those challenges? Okay, don't be a griper. You know, if you see a problem, like in your work, in a relationship, or wherever it is, bring the problem, but bring solutions with it. Okay, it's so much better when you have solutions than just being a complainer all the time. Number eight, express yourself. When we keep emotions, ladies, or our thoughts all bottled up, it can cloud our minds and it can leave us feeling unsatisfied. Writing your feelings down or talking about them with a trusted partner or friend can help you clarify what is bothering you and how this is connects to your values and your beliefs. Okay. 
I was listening to a podcast the other day by Amy Porterfield and she was saying like, you know how she always used to be a yes person, but she's getting over it. It's the same thing. You know, sometimes we feel afraid to express ourselves because we automatically are starting to think in our minds what we think the other person is going to be thinking when we say this. And we don't even know that they're going to actually be thinking this, but you know, it's that whole process that goes on in our brain. So stop it. You know, if we're more ourselves and we are more honest with each other in a nice constructive way, I think it aids us all in moving forward in all areas of our life. Lying and stuffing things down and coloring them the way that you think somebody else wants to hear them doesn't help you, nor does it help them. All right. And you've heard this one before. Number nine, try yoga or meditating because these activities are both based on mindfulness practices that reduce stress. And we've talked about the importance of reducing stress as well as emotional and physical strain, which can block your spiritual growth. These practices focus on teaching you to listen to your body, to quiet your mind, and to be present in the moment, all of which are healthy for your spiritual growth and development. Not only are they healthy for your spiritual growth and development, all those things are healthy for your physical health and development. Because listening to your body, being present in the moment, that's all part of physical well-being as well. So you're not losing anything, you're gaining because it's helping you mentally and it's helping you physically. And the last one, number 10, is to give back. Giving back to others, ladies, through donating your time, through your money, you know, whatever aligns with your values or with your actions is always a good thing. Volunteering gives you a direct outlet to support your spiritual needs by attending to the needs of others in many ways. You know, and like I said, it doesn't have to be all about money. It can be about donating your time, paying it forward, helping friends, helping relatives, whatever it be. So you see, all of these things help us internally. It helps us with the aging process. Okay. We talked about some signs that help slow down the aging process on the physical outside. Okay. Eating healthy, doing proper skincare, watching the sun, taking our good supplements. Then we talked about, you know, some mindfulness with, you know, how do we, how should we be thinking about these anti-aging things? Okay. We talked about all those principles, gave you 10 of those. And then we jumped into, you know, some wellness, spiritual tips. We talked about those because all of this helps us to be a well-rounded individual, a well-rounded woman in all areas of our life, physically, spiritually, emotionally, you know, we're all connected. So I want you to think about that. Next time when you don't feel good, sit and be still for a moment. Think about what's been going on in your life. You know, what have you been eating? You know, how are your relationships? How's work doing? Try to do a self-analysis and see if you can't figure out how things are imbalanced in your life. I know that I do that all the time. If I'm not feeling well, I kind of go, okay, what's going on? You know, what's been going on in my life for a while? Okay, is it stress? You know, have I not been eating well? Those kind of things. And then I kind of go, okay, I'm going to bump up this area. I'm going to bump up that area. And then you kind of see, be a self-analyzer of yourself. And that's why I talk so much about why you need to be your number one self-care advocate. Because you see, you know what's going on in your life. I don't. You know if you're eating good. You know if you're stressed out. You know all those things. I don't. You know, I'm just sitting, you know, my little office, you come in and you've got a problem and I'm trying to help you from this end, but I don't know all that stuff that's going on. And it needs to be a convergence, a meeting of the mind, so to speak. 
So, you know, be your number one self-care, self-care advocate, you know, practice self-care, you know, it's going to help you no matter what age you are. So again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I, 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 I take it with such great pride and joy. You all reach out to me a lot of times on Facebook. You tell me how good the episodes are, are, and I really appreciate that. Um, I'd really love it if you could go leave us a rating and review over iTunes. You don't know, you just don't know the importance. Okay. There is like, there is gobs and gobs of podcasts out there in this world. And you know, I, I say, I give every one of them a high five, but how it gets out in the rankings, how people know that you're out there is through number one, subscribing to this channel, getting all of our episodes and leaving a rating and review three things, you know, that's how life is based on three things. But anyways, if you could go over there and take a moment on your phone, you know, or on your computer and leave us a rating and review, we would really love it and subscribe. And then, you know, do me another favor, come over and join the conversation with us over on Facebook. If you happen to be a Facebook person, our group is called well woman network 360. And, you know, we talk about different things. I try to give health tips in there, try to make a community and, you know, we're going to be launching a, um, I'm going to be launching anyways, my big, huge, um, hormone program coming out in the next several months. So be on the lookout for that. Just thought I'd give you a heads up on that. That's my specialty, by the way, if you didn't know, I was called the hormone queen at one time. That's what I do. I love it. I do bioidentical hormones. I talk about thyroid, adrenal. That's my real love in this world because I'll tell you my story sometime. I had a horrible, horrible time with my hormones and um, figured out how to make life better for myself and started doing it with my patients. So again, thank you for listening to the podcast from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys and have a blessed week and bye for now.